Canadian Wants to Know. Ein Podcast für Englischlernende in Deutschland, der kraftvolle Geschichten und anregende Fragen nutzt, damit ihr auf unterhaltsame Weise eure Sprachkenntnisse verbessern, vertiefen und festigen könnt. Hier ist euer Host, the Canadian George Robledo. Welcome to my podcast, Karina. Did I say that correctly? Oh, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for accepting my invitation to come on my podcast. I initially discovered you on LinkedIn and then I checked out your blog and I just found some really, really insightful material that I had to ask you to come on the podcast. So thank you for agreeing. Oh, thank you for inviting. Mm -hmm. Can you just tell me a little bit, a short version of who you are and what you do? Oh, that was very short. My name, as you said, is Karina, and I am just Karina, <laughs> something about 40 years old, uh, living with my husband near to Frankfurt, actually. And I have two dogs, two cats, and I'm a writer. Nice. I like that. <laughs> and what are we going to talk about today? Today we're going to talk about money, because money. actually I'm writing about money. Yeah, exactly. So money is a very important topic for all of us. Sometimes I, I think maybe it's too important in some people's minds, mm -hmm. but perhaps there are ways to think about it that lead to a healthier relationship with money. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of what we want to talk about. So when you think about your childhood, so we'll go all the way back to the beginning. What thoughts did you have about money? What was your relationship with money as a child? Uh, my relationship with money as a child. I know that we don't have very much money. We, we always had to think about how to spend it. And sometimes we also had to think about which uh, invoices to pay first. So um, I, I have one memory of my childhood when my dad gave me 20 D-Mark, it was, yeah, it was before Euro, I'm so old. And um, he said I should buy something. And um, we just were playing around before buying the stuff. And as I was at this shop and wanted to buy the things my dad had told me to buy, the 20 mark were gone. I had that them in my in my jeans in my pocket you know and i went home and i was very afraid to tell my parents because i lost so much money and my dad just said to me and next time don't put it in your pocket in your jeans because money is traveling mm -hmm. yeah that was mm -hmm. is one of my first experiences with money and how did that change the way you thought about money from that moment I really cared for money. I I did it at, um, in places, stored it in places where it was safe. And also I um, stored it in um, a very ordered way, you know. Every uh, um, five, ten, twenty euro, what do you call it? You call it a bill. A bill, yes. Had to be in the same direction. <laughs> yes. So I, I was very strange. And um, yeah, I cared for money, but I, I didn't took it too serious. So you, you kind of thought money 
it's important and you want to have it in an organized, structured way, mm -hmm. but it was not like the main priority for no. you. Maybe boys were, I don't know. Horses. <laughs> Horses. <laughs> That's even better. I think animals sometimes are better than humans. So. We had a talk beforehand. This is the second time we're speaking and we talked about what was going to be our topic. And you recommended a book to me. Do you remember? Mm -hmm. The Soul of Money. Yes. So I did a little bit of research about this book and I found, wow, some really interesting, like an interesting summary. Mm -hmm. And they talked about a section called The Toxic Myths Many of Us Believe About Money. Mm -hmm. So this is a hard word to pronounce, myth, right? Especially in the plural, myths, <laughs> right? The TH and the S. But we have these toxic myths. And the first one is, there's not enough, mm -hmm. right? How do you think this mentality affects the way that we think about money and the way we interact with other people as a result? The way we think about money and all the things we think we can do and buy with money, when we have this thoughts that there is not enough, we are always thinking we have to to get what we can as fast as we can get it before somebody else gets it. So it causes, um, it causes trouble and it causes jealousy, I think. I've noticed that. And um, also we compare a lot to each other. What do you have? What do I have? What do I have not? What do you have? So... And it, it goes, this, there is not enough thinking. It, it's going all the way through our, our layers and, and our thoughts. It's also anchored in, I am not enough. Um, not only I don't have enough, I am not enough because I don't have enough. Yeah. And <laughs> imagine, so I'm, I'm a woman. Yeah. I had always trouble with my body. Yeah. I was not thin enough. I didn't have the right uh, this and that enough, you know. And yeah, that was just a, a, a very, very strange kind of thinking, I realized. So, yeah, and I hadn't thought about that, but the belief that I have about money, that I don't have enough of it, mm -hmm. affects the way that I think about myself. Yes. And that's a very, very interesting thought that I, I've seen it in my own life how there was a time where money was everything and I just wanted to be rich. I, I remember coming out of high school. What do you want to do? Well, I think I want to study business because then I can make money. Mm -hmm. Well, why do you want to make money? Well, because if I have money, I'm important and I want to be important. I, and, and I didn't have it. So then you start to say, okay, maybe I'm not good enough. Maybe I'll never be good enough. Yes. And then you start blaming, I started blaming my parents. Oh, it's because my parents didn't save up for me to go to university. That's why I don't have the opportunity to go to a good school. Or you start making excuses, mm -hmm. but why you're not good enough. Instead of changing that mindset to, yes. well, there is enough and there is something I can do to have the things that I need and want. Yes. Huh? So very... Definitely. Very, very detrimental mentality to have. Mm -hmm. 
So also, like you mentioned, it creates jealousy. It creates comparing people, one person to the next. Yeah, and competitive. So, uh, yeah, yeah. A lot of competitive thinking as yeah. well. Instead of working together, we think, oh, no, that person is my competition. Yes, I have right? to be first. No collaboration. I have to be first. Yeah, I see it uh, in, in regards to, I'll give you an example. Sometimes I want to collaborate with other teachers or bloggers and, oh, no, we're in the same field. Mm -hmm. So you're my competition. Yeah. And I say, well, this is a country of 82 million people. So I don't think I'm taking your clients and you're not taking my clients. There's a lot of people here that need to improve their English. So it's okay. Yeah. Right? We can collaborate. We can work together. We don't have to see each other as competitors. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yes, totally mm -hmm. agree. Have you ever seen that? Oh. Have you seen that in your own kind of professional life? Of course. Yeah. Of course. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. Mm -hmm. Everywhere. Yeah. It's really, it is everywhere. So what can I say instead? Right? If I'm not going to say, this is not enough, there's not enough, what is another alternative? You know, I love this, this English word, sufficiency. I think it's a really, really cool word. In German, um, it's genügsamkeit. It's, it's not the... the <laughs> but sufficiency, <laughs> you know, there's... Enough for everybody, not more than enough. In, in fact, it is more than enough, but enough is enough. I don't need more than, than enough. There's no need to, to care for, I don't know, this and that. There's really no need. Sufficiency is a really, really cool state to be, a really good place to act from. And I think from a place of sufficiency, I, I then stop trying to get more of what I don't really need. And that was also a, a quote from Lynn Twist, the author of the book, The Soul of Money. If you, if you stop wanting and getting more of what you don't really need, you're freeing up oceans of energy with what you already have. And that is no, so sure. cool. We have so much already, especially yeah. living here in Germany or in the West. And we forget it. Yes. Right? Because, well, I have the iPhone 11. Mm -hmm. Oh, but now they're at the 13. I'm so behind. Yes. It's not enough. I need the newest one. Yeah, yeah. Right. With more camera so, activity and, and so on. <laughs> so I think just the marketplace encourages this mentality of just more, more, yeah. more. And not enough of, hey, you know what? Oh, it's good. You're in a good place. You have the things you need. Yeah. And that creates, yeah, some, a, a lot of negativity. Mm -hmm. The next myth, the second one was more is better. So it's kind of related to what we just mentioned. Yes, it's the next. Have step. you seen that? How have you seen that play out in your own life? Right? So we, we kind of mentioned how it affects people in society, but in your own personal life, have you seen that mentality come up? You know, I have a very funny story to that second myth. I have two dogs. And in our region, you have to, to take, and this is, I, I would make it if they want or if they don't want. You have to take everything your dogs let there when you go out with them. 
and there are these waste bags for dogs, you know? And there are not so much places where you can get these waste bags. So every time I passed on such station, I took a handful of waste bags and I stored them in my pockets. And one day I didn't have space in my pockets to store all the waste bags. Because you had so many already. I had so many already. <laughs> and I thought, my gosh. Karina, you are so a stupid girl sometimes, yeah? Please think about your own behavior. And I immediately stopped collecting waste bags for my dogs. I yeah, no, but we do it unconsciously. <laughs> it is totally unconscious. And that is the fact. It's totally unconscious, this, mm -hmm. this sense of more is better. Yeah, when this whole corona thing uh, started in the supermarkets toilet paper were gone I, i don't know what people did at home all the time yeah but more is better how comes at least the french people collected wine huh that i can understand <laughs> uh, i can understand why now yes. but why do we need so much toilet paper at home Hey, it's, it's that's a funny one because we were running out yeah. and we couldn't find it at the supermarket. So one day my neighbor came to me and he brought me six rolls uh -huh. and I told him, thank you. This is like gold. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a strange mentality and it leads us to have mental, mental health problems. Yes. When we're always constantly chasing more, 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 yes. it's never enough. It's never and enough. what's the end? Like, what's the end? Is there an end point where you say, okay, now I did it? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Or will I just keep running in this uh, hamster wheel, mm -hmm. like Germans call it, forever? Mm -hmm. Until I get sick and end up in a hospital? What, what is the end point? Is there an alternative to more is better? Of course. It's when you when you solve the first toxic myth, the second will not appear. When you live from a place of sufficiency, you don't have to have more because you already have enough. Mm -hmm. It's totally like okay. You can share what you what you don't need. Exactly. Yeah, you have enough. You are enough. Yes. That's the starting point. Yes. And then from what you have, if it's possible share yes share and that i think that is the sense of abundance i'll tell you a little story my mother comes from guatemala so mm -hmm. it's a very small country under mexico very poor country i have visited the last time i visited i think i was 22 and i remember going with my aunt and she took me to visit somebody she knew i think it was her house cleaner mm -hmm. she lived in a little shack Right, like very, very modest home. They were cooking on fire, mm -hmm. right? So there's no, no stove. The lady, when she saw me, she was just like so happy. She's like, how, wow, this is such a, a, a privilege that you come to my home. And she prepared me the most delicious meal I've ever had. Mm -hmm. And I just remember thinking like people with so little give so much of themselves and i forget that sometimes mm -hmm. i forget it i don't need to be rich to share mm -hmm. i just need to have a generous heart <laughs> right yeah 
-hmm. when you give from the heart this you give you give even more than you Mm -hmm. think you give and the crazy thing about giving is the more you give the more you have and it's like what i don't know if this has happened to you that as you start to give and share not only money but also of your time your energy then you realize a lot more is coming back your way yes and that's kind of the, the paradox of giving. The more you give, the more comes back. Crazy thing that I've seen in my own life. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, me too. Mm-hmm. Me too. Mm-hmm. The third myth was that's just the way it is. Mm-hmm. Some people are rich and other people are poor and this is my situation. I'm never going to be able to get out of that. How do you try to help people overcome that mindset? You know, this third toxic myth of Lentwist, this is the most toxic one because it holds the other ones in place and it holds everything in place. It's just the way it is seems that um, I can do what I want. I won't change anything. So I even can leave it like it is. And I think the best thing I can do is to share my experiences around money and what I discovered so that other people can question their own thoughts and have a mindset shift by themselves. It can't come from from me. It can't come from my side. They have to discover this thinking in themselves. And I think when, when we share our stories, the stories are something people can relate to instead of saying, hey, you have to do this and that and stop thinking this way. You have to think that way. So... Yeah, I'm just sharing stories, thoughts, and looking on this topic from a lot of different perspectives. I'm always changing focus. I like that. So it's not about telling people what they should or shouldn't do, Mm -hmm. but about sharing stories and providing different perspectives so then people can consider it and can just say, okay, that's an interesting thought. Yeah. I hadn't thought about that. And then whatever they do with it, it's up to them. The analogy I like to use is whenever I present an idea to someone, all I'm doing is I'm offering them a gift, mm-hmm. right? So I'm giving the best of myself. Here's a gift that I have for you. What the person does with my gift, I cannot control. Yeah. I cannot control if they throw it in the garbage or if they open it up and actually use it. Mm-hmm. So my responsibility is only to come and to give freely of what I know and what I have. Yeah, that's it. When I change that perspective, because before I thought it was like, no, I'm giving you something good and you have to believe me. (laughs) And that that leads to a lot of negativity because people don't like to be told what to do. No, people are like to discover everything and experience by themselves. And that's totally okay. Exactly. So I'm just giving you a gift. That's it. Yeah, that's it. And then you decide what you do with it. <laughs> exactly. You know, a, f- um, a friend of mine, she said, Karina, your thoughts are like seeds. 
And some seeds are um, opening and growing and, and some don't. So I just share seeds and seeds and seeds. <laughs> I like that. My wife, she has a vegetable garden. Oh. And, and I, I've seen it firsthand. Some of them will come out. And then just yesterday, I saw there were birds. And I'm like, Jen, they're eating your seeds. She's like, yeah, it happens. Yeah. Some birds will come and eat my seeds. But then I can also see some of the plants have already started to grow. Yeah. And they're going to become vegetables that we will eat and, and turn into salads. So that's, that's all it is. Mm -hmm. You plant the seed and then you cannot control completely what happens yeah. from there. Exactly. You know? What is your current relationship with money? Would you say that you're at a healthier place with money? What would that be like? Yes, I would say I am in a healthier place with money. That don't mean that I um, earn the most, I don't know, <laughs> amount of money. Yeah, Earning money and thinking about money and feeling about money are totally different things. Um, I'm in a very good place of thinking and feeling about money. And um, I know that there are still some thoughts left. And <laughs> I think there will be thoughts left until I die about money. And I'm just discovering them. And then I'm thinking and feeling about them. And yeah, some some kind of digesting them. And after that, I can share them. And that is the place where I am at the moment. It's I, I can I can deal with really big numbers of money. I don't have any problem to to deal with big numbers. I can deal with um little numbers as well. I can live with very very less. It's totally fine for me. I'm no more and no less compared to the amount, the amount of money I have. That's the mm -hmm. place where I am at at the moment. That's a good place to be. Because sometimes we place our own value on what's on my bank account. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's, wow, that's, that's going to go up and down throughout your life. Yeah. Oh, now I'm, I have money. Okay, now I'm important. People want to be my friend. Let's go. Oh no, I don't have money. Okay, I'm not important. Wow, that's like a roller coaster of a life. Yes. If you base it on your bank account. It is. So that's nice that that doesn't influence the the way you think about yourself and and your worth, right? Yes. In society. Now that's a beautiful thing. Let's try a funny question. Oh. If I gave you a million dollars or a million euros, we're in mm -hmm. we're in Germany. What are you doing with those million euros? Oh, I can tell you what I would do. First thing, I would um, book a flight to Ecuador and make a visit um, to the indigenous people there of the Amazonas of the Pachamama Alliance because I did um, a little studies with the Pachamama Alliance They are providing um, courses and I so much appreciated this indigenous knowledge, this wisdom. And I would love to, to, to get more of that. And then I would leave the rest of my money there for them 
to yeah, heal the forest, to keep it a holy space for the whole world. I like that answer. <laughs> Thank you. Right. <laughs> I don't I don't know if that would have been my first answer, to be honest, right? So I like it. I like that you're in that space where you can think, okay, a million are coming my way. How can I share it instead of how can I spend it? But obviously everyone can answer that question how they want. Mm -hmm. it, it's an, There's no right or wrong answer. No. I'm just saying that it's, it's beautiful that that's your answer. Thank you. Right? So thank you for, for sharing that. If we want to learn more about your services, about your writing, where can we find you? Oh, you can find me on my uh, website. It's called wunderbaregedanken.de. Very German. And <laughs> there I'm sharing yeah, wonderful thoughts. And for me, thoughts, wonderful thoughts are thoughts that make a difference. Yeah, there you can find me. Perfect. So I'll leave that information in the show notes. I can highly recommend it to anyone out there. Check out her blog and be inspired. Thank you so much for your time, for your thoughts, for your input, for your voice. It's a very soothing voice. Thank so you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for inviting me and give me Absolutely. That we'll do this again. We'll do this again. Cool. Yeah. quick recap of the three toxic myths. Number one, there's not enough. Number two, more is better. And number three, that's just the way it is. Have you ever said any of these statements yourself? What can we do to develop a healthier view of money? I'm interested to get your thoughts. If you enjoyed this episode, Share my podcast with one of your friends today. That's it for this episode. Also, bis nächstes Mal.